0: Welcome to another episode of the Physique Formation Podcast with your host Denver Stain. Today I want to talk about ending a diet, ending a fat loss phase. So when we think about it, essentially we start a diet at our maintenance caloric intake, our maintenance energy balance I guess you could say, because typically we're starting a diet where we're just maintaining whatever weight we are, whether it's 15% body fat, or 25% body fat, or more, or less, we're basically just maintaining that day to day. And our body regulates our hunger and our movement and hormones to maintain that weight. So we start a diet at a maintenance position. We then look to move to a caloric deficit through reduced food intake, through increased activity, or a combination of both. And over time, we obviously force fat loss to occur assuming that you're also doing some weight training as well to maintain muscle because if you're not doing any weight training and you're in a energy restricted state you could lose a fair amount of lean muscle mass at the same time so it's very important to remember that um reduced caloric intake sufficient protein intake and weight training are the three things that will get you the best fat loss progress over time which is something i've touched on in a previous podcast but we pretty much look at a diet in phases of starting at maintenance moving to a deficit and then when the diet is done we go back to maintenance now when i say we go back to maintenance this really depends on where you started and also where your long-term goal is because if you did a diet because you were getting a photo shoot done or you had to make weight for an event or maybe you did a physique competition or something like that then chances are your starting body weight is probably a healthy spot and where you want to move back to so getting back up to that you know close to that original caloric intake would be the right approach there Um, if you are looking to maintain your leaner physique in some way or another then obviously that amount of food is going to have to reflect that as well now that's basically the, the phases of dieting maintenance deficit back to a new maintenance whatever your end predicted goal weight might be now I want to touch on the effects of dieting and why would we why would we actually want to end a diet some people want to diet every single day of their life uh, some people are constantly in this yo-yo dieting phase where they diet hard and then they binge and they fall off track and they diet hard again and they're in this loop of low energy high food focus and then, uh, excessive food intake, bloating, discomfort, uh, poor relationship with food, and then they repeat that process. Not a good place to be. Now the effects of dieting, I wrote a list of this actually, and uh, the first one is increased hunger without a doubt, because less energy is coming in. Therefore your body's going to, certain hormones are going to signal an increase in hunger to suggest or you know encourage you to eat more food to maintain your weight because your body wants you to stay at its maintenance weight its preferred weight everything is regulated around that weight so your body does whatever it can to um to maintain that so first of all it increases your hunger right you're also going to have a reduced training performance or reduced physical effort day to day just because you have less energy coming in less energy available therefore you know you're still probably doing your weight training you're Potentially doing a steps count every day or doing some cardio and you're working that might be physical and your Level of effort and ability will slowly decline as you force your body again To drop body weight and get out of its comfort zone we're also going to have poor fatigue management or just reduced fatigue management where we're going to experience a higher level of fatigue from the weight training that we do or just general life so just in general you're going to have a higher fatigue that you have to manage and try to adapt and work around you're going to have mood disturbances where you know little things will annoy you people will annoy you just sometimes talking can be annoying for some people you'll become just very irritable uh, and moody as the diet prolongs Uh, you can also experience insomnia so just poor sleep sleep issues uh, waking up at all different times of the night and things like that which could also slow down the rate of fat loss and also affect your fatigue management as well and your performance they all kind of work into each other you will definitely have a greater food focus so your body is way more alert around sights and smells and scents so You're going to see food more often, you're going to smell food more often, you're going to talk about food more often, you're going to be drawn to food more than a lot of other things because it's the one thing you're basically depriving your body of. So then it seeks it as much as it can. You will definitely have a reduced libido depending on how lean you get. So if you are pushing very low levels of body fat, then you will have some hormonal shifts which can affect the menstrual cycle, which can affect testosterone levels affect your libido um, and things of that nature so depending on how hard you push the diet you're gonna have some issues there so that's something to note and the last one and least desirable one is that there will be some muscle loss or lean body mass loss during a dieting phase we do our best to avoid or minimize this however in almost all cases there will be some lean muscle mass lost nowhere near comparable to the amount of body fat levels lost which is our main focus so we're okay with losing a little bit of lean mass along the way we're okay with dropping our performance a little bit along the way we're okay with being hungry along the way but obviously we can't maintain this over a long period of time this is not a sustainable lifestyle or sustainable living uh, arrangement so we do have to realize that these negative effects around dieting are not a lifestyle and not something that we want to just adapt to and deal with. Um, however, the rate of weight loss dictates these effects, um, and your your final body fat percentage really matters as well. So, if you're looking to drop body fat at a slower pace, a little bit more sustainable, or realistic, then these effects of dieting won't hit you as hard or as soon. However, it does come down to how lean you get by, at the end of the day. So if you're down to single level digits body fat as a male or very low double digits as a female, then you will experience all of these to a high degree, whether you dieted slow or you dieted fast. So the end outcome will probably dictate, or more than likely dictate these effects of dieting um, regardless of the rate of weight loss. So you can do rapid weight loss and experience these sooner And Achieve your goal sooner or you could do slower weight loss and achieve and experience these later But still experience them nonetheless and obviously be in that dieting phase for a bit longer now Moving away from the diet Basically when you are dieting you do start to build some improved habits in the process you start to learn about the nutrient and caloric load of different foods So you can start to identify foods as protein, carbs and fats and fiber and vitamins and minerals, not just yum, you know, or delicious, or I like this meal for this reason, or fruit or vegetable. It's more so, okay, so this chicken breast has a large amount of protein and these different minerals. And rice, this brown rice has some fiber added to it and it's a good source of carbohydrates and it digests slow. You start to learn these different things about different foods, which is great because we're setting up great habits that are maintainable over time which will help you to make better decisions as you exit the diet Uh, you're also adapting to the shift in energy availability so even though hunger's high you've got all these negative effects your body is down regulating certain things to adapt to this and after a while you know you maybe you've lost 10 kilos or 15 kilos it doesn't hurt as much as it did Initially, if you lost that weight really fast, then yes, you will feel it for the most part It's going to be quite an aggressive diet and that will hurt you for the for the most part But if you have phases of dieting where you diet a bit slower, you maintain for a bit you diet a bit slower You maintain uh, Your body will adapt to these things sooner and you may experience less mood disturbances and less issues with uh, insomnia and food focus and things like that uh, Just because your body is adapting to it Uh, progressively because you are being progressive by nature now where do we go from this we've ended the diet we're done with the diet we want to get back to normal life we want to enjoy some delicious food as well we want to have more energy we want to sleep better we want to have a better sex drive you know all these things you want to just perform better as a human well if your diet was severe restrictive you got to a very low level of body fat and you were aggressive Then you more than likely want to increase your food intake by quite a large amount when you end the diet to upregulate certain adaptations or, you know, um, adjust these adaptations up basically uh, to get your body thriving again. Because the reproductive system, for example, as an example, if it's turned off, we need that to come on ASAP and that is one indicator of good health so increasing your food intake by a large amount would be the approach there and um, trying to focus on these different health markers and pretty much navigating that now if your diet was moderate then you, and you want to get back to a healthier level of body weight or you, maybe you want to be pretty close to your current new weight or maybe just gain a few extra kilos here or there just to enjoy be able to have A more relaxed approach to life and dieting etc then we would have a smaller increase obviously and if you're looking to maintain your new weight because your diet was not aggressive you just lost three to four kilos maybe five six kilos and it's sustainable and you can maintain that then we end the diet by basically just increasing your food intake by a small amount because your caloric deficit is on the smaller end and uh, we move that to your estimated maintenance intake so obviously that way where you move with your food and your caloric increases depends on how aggressive the diet was where you ended the diet and the negative effects around the diet now some basic things that we want to do as we end a diet to ensure that we maintain good habits and we do this in a smart strategic way where we don't excessively gain body fat is to focus on your protein intake and keep that steady as you normally would Focus on your fruit and vegetable intake, which will ensure that you get a good amount of vitamins and minerals, as well as fiber. Can help with fullness as well. We wanna maintain your hydration. These are all basic, simple things that we always want to have anyways, but we wanna make sure that we're on top of that. Now, when it comes to increasing your food intake, your caloric intake, let's just say that you're looking to maintain your current weight, so you increased your dieting calories by 10 to 15%, and you're predicting that to be your new maintenance An amount of food that will maintain this new body weight for you so you've increased your food by 10 to 15 percent and most of that will come from carbohydrates and fats because protein is based on your body's needs based on your lean body mass or total body weight so where would we put these carbohydrates and these fats I would personally move the increased food intake around your training so pre-workout and post-workout would be a great time to increase the food intake obviously it's going to help to improve your training performance uh, both physiologically and psychologically so you just have this sense of greater energy coming in so you feel better overall now this could be a pre-workout meal this could be intra workout liquid carbohydrates as well it could also be post-workout increased carbs and some fats there also that would be a great place to put the extra calories initially and improve your performance without Reducing how you look or causing any bloating or anything like that uh, in general Uh, In addition, we should also allow for some relaxed meals in this phase as you move away from the diet So not every single day needs to be a track day You can have some non-dieting days where maybe you're following your caloric revised caloric intake or meal plan Six days a week or five days a week and one or two days a week You're just enjoying life relying on your basic habits of sufficient protein fruits vegetables hydration things like that and you're maintaining a decent activity level as well that would not be a bad approach at all and because essentially the reason why that's all of these things work is because we're relying we are relying on your general habits that you formed during this dieting phase and hopefully your habit isn't to be super restrictive because then you might find yourself in that yo-yo dieting place that a lot of people unfortunately get to where they achieve a lean level of body fat or or a low level of body fat, they are very happy with how they look and as they increase their weight, their scale weight or their body changes visually, they are are unhappy with that and they wanna get back into that fat loss phase and just get back into the caloric deficit, the restriction lifestyle. An example of that for me would be over the years with all the bodybuilding contest preps I've done, over many years now, a lot of the time my dietary fat intake would be really, really low, on the very low end. Uh, to get shredded and moving away from that my general habit is to have a lower fat diet so I had to purposely force myself to increase my fat intake through things like nut butters and um, avocado and eggs and things like that, Uh, meats that are not so lean to get my fat intake to a higher level for optimal health and uh, that was just something that was formed as a habit over time, a lower fat diet uh, being a bodybuilder. So, typically, I would suggest a dieting phase go for 12 weeks on average, followed by one to two weeks of increased food intake, and then you would run another 12 week dieting phase if you still need to lose more body fat based on whatever your goal might be. And if you only have 12 weeks in total, then obviously we're going to be a lot more aggressive. If you've got all the time in the world and you're not in a rush for this, then we would do two phases of fat loss. After that, we would then look to obviously move away from the dieting phase and increase your caloric intake based on your preferred goal revised body weight or new body weight. And adjust things and track and manage these things uh, over time. So... Initially, we're looking to increase food quite a bit, and then we're looking for smaller increases as your body adapts to that. If you ended a diet and you went straight to an extremely high caloric intake, way higher than what your body is used to, because you're giving into those hunger hormones, and you're you know looking to uh, you're giving into the food focus as well, and you're looking to increase your performance in the gym ASAP then you will gain an an excessive amount of body fat and then you'll be in a position where your metabolic rate and your hormones and things haven't yet adjusted but you've just slapped on a whole bunch of body fat and you're not going to be happy with how you look so you have to keep that in mind as well we do have to be a little bit rigid and a bit uh you know mindful of these things over time and uh yeah so You know if you end a contest prep for example and you've lost like one of my clients just lost 17 kilos to compete on stage this past weekend for her in particular we're looking to probably gain five to six kilos back pretty quickly and be okay with that now the initial weight that we gain is going to be a lot of fluid weight just from electrolyte imbalances from eating out uh from eating more food volume as well it's going to be food volume increases and just getting away from the dieting foods can have that effect where you noticed a lot of fluid retention fluid weight and some people will just keep eating the same food that they've been eating on a diet and i call those people robots and i used to be i used to aspire to be that person however i do not and i love flexible dieting for so many reasons as most of you know and it's definitely what i recommend so the initial weight gain will be some fluid weight some food weight etc but your body will normalize and adapt to that uh but a true increase of five to six kilos would be appropriate as a maintenance point to get to stabilize the weight and then decide hey do we want to increase food now and continue to develop your physique how's your performance how's your sleep how's your menstrual cycle things like that Uh, did we push too hard and now we need to just pull back calories just a little bit and sit there in a smaller surplus not a deficit just a smaller surplus Uh, because we are guessing your new maintenance right we are guessing the appropriate amount of food to get that five kilos on added to the frame as an example right this is as a complete example now coming away from a diet people will typically have a high desire to eat out and what I recommend is that when you do eat out you make it as memorable and uh, efficient I guess you could say as possible you're not just going to eat out you're not going to have kfc or mcdonald's or a pizza by yourself you know you maybe you're booking a restaurant to have dinner with your partner having date night maybe you're having dinner with your family maybe you're going out to enjoy some social aspect around it or maybe as i said before you're having a great meal with friends which is a pre-workout meal higher in carbohydrates protein lower in fat and fiber To then go and train but you're being social at the same time I feel like that's quite important because otherwise if you are sitting at home with a box or packet of M&Ms or chocolates or whatever you're gonna find yourself over consuming calories to a large degree and that would not be ideal because let's face it you end a diet you will more than likely overfeed in phases you will binge here and there not every day not constantly, not not seven days a week, not every, not every single week either, but you will have some time where you're like, okay, so I wanna eat this pizza and I haven't had this meal in a long time and let's get ice cream and you'll find a way to fit all these foods into your body. But you'll very quickly get away from that as your body senses that your caloric intake has increased, your energy output has decreased and your scale weight is coming up. So we don't need to fight these urges. Go ahead, enjoy yourself, but just make it purposeful as best you can. And that's pretty much the podcast for today. I just wanted to, you know, have this one because I'm actually ending a dieting phase this weekend and I got three more days basically of dieting and then I am done. And my strategy will be to increase my caloric intake around my training as a priority. However, I am also very much aware of not being obsessed with the scale, obsessed with how I look. Or obsessed with tracking every metric i already have some various dinner plans organized with friends and family um and i've got birthdays to attend and things like that and my goal is to reduce my food focus as soon as possible bring my libido back as soon as possible because honestly there's i could do a whole podcast on your libido and the negative effects of prolonged reduction in libido or having a libido at all uh, and also insomnia. Also, that's all. A deep, that would be a deep dive into those topics. But um, you know, I want to remove these uh, negative effects of dieting as quickly as possible, in a way where I can enjoy the company of other people and enjoy the process and uh, and stuff like that. The last time I did a dieting phase where I got to quite a low level of body fat. Right now I'm eighty four point five kilos. Last time I got down to. 89 or 88 kilos so not quite as lean as i am now i ended the diet by going away for a little uh, holiday vacation for a week where i was very active and i increased my food on purpose and it included uh, breakfast supplied every day so at the hotel every morning they had a menu i could choose from it wasn't a buffet it was kind of like you know pick whatever you want from the menu which was great so i had a wide selection of like Fruits and yogurts and pancakes and eggs and all different breakfasts each day. I just mixed things up. Uh, I was active across the week. I was going on hikes, meeting new people. I was going on adventures, just random things, swimming, walking a lot as well. uh, Maintaining good hydration. And one day out of that seven-day period that I was away, I recall sitting in my hotel room and I thought to myself, I just want to relax and eat some food. And I went to... The um, Where did I go? I went to a supermarket actually I thought about going to a Cold Rock ice creamery basically just to get like some ice cream and I thought you know what I'm just going to increase my food intake, I'm just going to give in to this desire and I just went to a local supermarket and I got whatever I felt was my favorite ice cream at the time, a small tub of that and I got some cookies and I ate almost all of it not the whole tub, it was like a 2 litre tub or one litre top, but yeah, almost all of it, right? And I watched Netflix and I felt happy and it was just a great moment in time in that moment. Now, that's not something I would repeat every single day. The next day I woke up, or wasn't so hungry at all. Obviously, eating a whole bunch of food like that late at night um, could cause some acid reflux and things like that if your body's not used to it, uh, which is something to keep in mind as well. And also a great way to avoid overfeeding too often. Um, But yeah, I kind of got that out of my system. And when I came back to my hometown, my food focus was down, my energy intake was up, and I wasn't surrounded by people trying to force feed me food. Um, It was just normal life again, because I kind of escaped the uh, short phase of, oh my gosh, you know, your diet's over, let's go eat here, let's go eat there, let's do this, let's do that, uh, which is something to be aware of and to consider. So... That's the podcast for today. I hope you guys found it informative. If you are ending a diet right now, keep these things in mind. I didn't really give you numbers in regards to your new maintenance intake and things like that. But in general, when I work with my clients, when we end a diet, we look to increase caloric intake by 10 to 30%, depending on various things such as their overall health position, uh, their hunger, their energy, And where they want to be in regards to their ideal scale weight you know six to 12 weeks from now if you have any questions feel free to hit me up on instagram at coach denver stain you can also find me my website denverstain.com which is a new website i've just revised and still continue to work on and bring back and my coaching website www.physiqueformation.com.au And I'll speak to you guys soon.